Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And comedies are just, they're big musicals with like yes. ridiculous, like just amazing dance yeah. routines that are, the choreography is impressive. Like I say, I'm, yeah. I'm comfortable enough with myself to admit that are I've you? watched a good Bollywood dance routine. Good. Good, I'm glad. No, there's no shame in that. That's no. the only type. That's the only clips I've seen are from the romantic comedies or romantic movies. So that whole action sequence you talked about right now definitely piqued oh, yeah. my interest. Because that's really what it. Yeah, like that's what action sequences need to be. It, the Avengers don't have shit on Bollywood action movies. <laughs> oh, they really <laughs> Hey yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. got about a good 45 seconds of that Bollywood conversation into the show. So I'm excited about that. That's a good way for things to, to kick off this week's edition of 
The Greg DeMarco Show. This is such good shit. So welcome. Welcome to The Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. It is a Tuesday, Tuesday, December 29th in the year of 2020, the year of COVID-19. So I heard it referred to today as the 1-9. Someone got the 1-9 is, is how I heard it referred to today. It took an entire <laughs> nine months for someone to refer to it as the 1-9, at least in my earballs. And uh, yeah, the 1-9, COVID-19. So... There you go. A couple of days from now, we'll be in 2021. Just a quick warning to everybody. COVID doesn't know the calendar. The world doesn't change because the calendar does. Just days on a piece of paper. Live your life. Make it happen. So welcome. I mean, yeah, dude. Hmm? One, 1. 1.3 million people flew yesterday. So go America. Yeah. It's not just it's, America. It's I mean, not it's, going it's, to no, this was domestic. This was our domestic travel. I know, but I'm saying it's not just universe. America that does that. So it's lots of countries. We're not the only ones, though. We're not doing this. We're not doing this today. Not at all. We got other. We got plenty in danger of entering a zone. Like no, because you used it last week. What'd you say? You used it last week. I did use it last week. That's true. What? Yes. You used it and I wasn't even around? It's your own damn fault. Well, now we know that Miranda did not listen to the show. Nope. No. Busted. <laughs> you yeah, never listen, listen. To the show when I'm not on the show. No, you don't. I do too. No, you don't. I do too. You do not. I have texted you. You have. And That's talked true. to you about the show that I missed, that I listened Dave, to. Dave, it's me, so- Dave. Fine, whatever. Fuck you, Pat. That's fine. Say fuck me, but I'm right. Are you? I'm just bummed. I missed out on on it, man. Can you get it back? And then you, because like, does it count if I'm not around? Because it doesn't count if I'm not around. I I think it counts. It's it's one week, Miranda. I can use it next week. It'll come back. Awesome. I came to. Okay. There's a price to pay. Tough for you to get down on your knees. Okay. All right, let's just jump into the show. It's like if Patrick used it, you think I would really stop him? Come on, I probably wouldn't. Like, let's just be honest here. So this is the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's about it. You can try the other ones. I'm not on them. At Chairshot Greg, of course, the Greg DeMarco Show is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Of course, you can visit TheChairShot.com for all of your latest wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis, and so much more because it is sports plus entertainment plus sports entertainment. That's why you got things like Bandwagon Nerds, which although despite the typical weekly wrestling reference, is not a wrestling show and many more like the three-man weave and and A Winner Is You and so many other non-wrestling podcasts, including Five Rounds, our MMA podcast, which just reviewed an entire year, the best and worst of the UFC. Available now at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. You can follow the website on social media at Chairshot Media. It's also Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This show is, of course, streaming on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Just go out there. Check it out. We do have some commercials in there. We appreciate you sitting through those. Those help support the cause. So please continue to be a part of that. Of course, like and subscribe and leave us a five-star review on whatever your favorite platform is. 
iTunes is a good one though. That seems to track well. So let's uh let's let's look at that one too. Of course, I don't do this all by myself because where's the fun in that? I mean, maybe I, I could listen to myself talk, but honestly, I have enough opportunities to do that. So instead, we welcome some people in like the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd. You can find him on Twitter at wrestling realist, W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G. R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick for Patrick O'Dowd. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, yes. Diamonds on my neck. This is such good shit. Still don't have the new song. It's okay. I know. Uh, I want to thank you, by the way. For what? You, uh... For for I texted you this too, but for boosting my social media presence for about twenty minutes this afternoon, uh, I was I was really appreciative of that. So did you get one, like one additional re- interaction because of that? Like I didn't get a chance to respond, but did, yeah, did, like did it, I really like I gained a follower. What? Because Ooh. I'm assuming that you because I'm assuming you retweeted it. Um, not that it you know moves the needle at all. As I'm down to four fifty nine, like I've lost followers left and right. Like I was over well over 460 for a while but uh no I, I thank you yeah like i wrote that tweet and like the usual cadre of people who always retreat my right. stuff like you know dave ray cash rob is rob retweeting stuff i think rob yeah i think rob was in on it too and then you replied and retweeted it and suddenly just like other people replied it now granted for me a big social media post is like 15 likes and like that's two retweets. So yeah. like, you know, you business was booming for O'Dowd. Do what I can. You know, I, I do what I Thanks, can. Man. And I appreciate I wanna, you. Some uh, percentages. That's yeah, still big. Big, big, big percentages. This is my yard now. I now own your Twitter account. You're welcome. No, you don't. Damn. I really don't. I don't want it. I have you, you don't want my Twitter account. <laughs> Johnny idiot face. By the way, the other voice you hear is that of the queen of soft style herself, Miranda Morales. You can find her on the Instagram and on the Facebook, but definitely not on Twitter. And you can find her at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out. There's an I in Miranda as well because Instagram, we don't really have to worry about the characters, at least not as much. And so you can follow her there and be a part of that as well. Since we're playing music, we're playing music. Viva la raza! I got that passion that's lasting long. Los mujeres fall in love with that Latin charm. One woman is it's boss time. So welcome, both of you, to the show. Hello, yeah. The, the gang's back together. Right? I'm so excited. I'm real happy. I missed you guys. They got no reaction from anybody. <laughs> None. Uh, this is what happens when I, I you know... I'm I sorry. Try, I try, I was, you know. I was checking my phone. Um, did something happen? <laughs> did you get another retweet? <laughs> Priority. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Did you lose another follower? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. That'd be good. I'm, all, I'm always losing followers. Yeah. 
I don't know. As of late, my my role in, at thechairshot.com has been about improving my social media footprint. I'm just I'm just trying to do my part, Greg. It's it's I don't know why either. It's just important to other people. <laughs> oh man, what a night, what a day, what a fun it's time. A we'll, get, we'll get into some of that. We'll get into some of that. Indeed, we're going to talk some stuff today. We're going to go back over the year, pick some of the years. We're going to do it in a very informal fashion. And uh, yeah, we'll see see where the road takes us. And we're going to talk about the other topic. I mean, come on. Like, I can't not talk about the other topic. Too many people know, and some that don't know will be like, what, what's the other topic? So, like, do we start there or do we end there? Like, that's the bigger question. Because it's well, your gonna, topic, man. It's yeah, going to go saying, This is your show and your it's topic. It's, so. it's, it's, it's cut it on. It's I'm not asking cut it on. for yeah. feedback. I'm asking for, for opinion. I trust the opinion of both Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. And, and so I am asking for your opinion. I know it's my show. It's got my name on it. We've been doing it for almost a decade now. So I get that. But, yeah, I mean, I still appreciate and, and value the opinion of others, at least certain others like you guys. No reaction. No, again, this is the show of no reaction. This is what happens when I don't <laughs> ask a specific person a question or somebody else doesn't ask a specific no, person. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I don't think it's my call to make, man. I yeah, think it's your I think, call yeah, to make. I think that's, I think that's the hard part. part. I know you if want to. If you yeah. do typical Greg DeMarco fashion, it's usually how you would end the show. Because you usually wouldn't open up with it, but you also usually have the post and all the information out after you've made the announcement. So, like, it's been flowing around on the social media, so it's really kind of up to you, and there's no wrong answer here. So, um, if you do it now, I can look up of the ear possibilities so that I actually sound like I watched more wrestling. I was going to say, I mean, it's a good stalling tactic as we. It's not like you didn't know what the topic was going to be today. It's not like Greg didn't give you a heads up of what we were going to be talking about. Well, you know, it's a loose format today. I'm on vacation. I work today. I have to work two days this week and today's one of them. So, yeah. I have to work no days this week. Neither does Miranda. It's fine. It's all good. But I don't have to work. I've been working. So that's because yeah. life. Oh, but, no, I know. I get it. I definitely get it. So. But uh, no, and it's Dave, also your story. Like, that's Dave. another thing. Like, this is completely your story. I didn't ask you guys to make the decision. To I tell. just asked you guys for your so, opinions. It, it just feels weird to be like, you should I say mean, it here because it's not our. Right. I mean, you're, you're the one you, you put all the thirst posts on social media today and, you know, looking for all the attention. So I, I don't you're know, really man, I go feel there like with it's that. on you. You're going there with that. You're that guy. Uh, what? 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 Mr. Thirst Trap? I don't you're know. Really? An AEW fan all of a sudden? Really? That's what you are going I've there? I've been talking uh, about AEW fans so know, much right? today. You suddenly became one. That I had to go there, you know. He went there. He did. Come on, I've been saving. I've been saving that joke all day today. Are you kidding me? You? I've been waiting. Yes. <laughs> well, then, hold on. Okay. I'm, thir- I'm thirsty too. <laughs> everybody, everybody, take a drink. Everybody take a drink. And no, if, for those who are listening, we're not talking uh, specifically about Greg being an Instagram uh, influencer. Uh, a CrossFit model, uh, a, you know, a sponsored CrossFit athlete. No, we're not even talking about that. 
You've changed, man. You've changed. You've been here for every step of it, so it's not like it's this new thing. Like that's how she's she's been able to see the change. Yeah, like yeah. So we've all been able to see the change, Greg. We've all been able to see the change. Apparently so. Apparently it's affecting our lives and relationships too. And and all right, we've talked about it enough. Talk about the fucking announcement. Yeah, let's 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 what you shared. Like at this point, you've gone this far. Like every like. The few listeners who don't follow you on social media have now followed you on social media. So congratulations on that. Just so that they know what the hell we're talking about. Let's let's air air the laundry, my friend. What 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 happened today? Well, not today, but what did you announce today? All right, Miranda, time to sell some shirts. Yes, it is time for you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt. The holidays are over, but the new years are coming. And so you want to go into 2021 looking sharp. And you can do that by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and getting one of various chair shot t-shirts that are available just for you. There are over 25 different designs available and you can get them in different styles, including soft style t-shirts start at $19.99 you could get them in different colors of course lots of fun and different styles and logos that you can choose from uh, including the chair shot mascot t-shirt chair shot 316 the official unofficial t-shirt of patrick o'dowd hashtag save tag team wrestling the chair shot corona t-shirt not that corona t-shirt the actual corona the original corona t-shirt of course the chair shot og logo multiple always use your head shirts and much much more so go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your chair shot t-shirt today it's very succinct and, and and there's no like interruptions this time. There was no any any of the bad stuff. Like it was really it's almost like you wrote that well, out. Well yeah, so now you could just uh no, it's is nothing there, just just magic, pure magic. Anyways, I was really just gonna say like go to porcelainpeace.com slash the chair shot and get your shirt now. Greg, tell us what you're going to say. Like that was going to be my original commercial. Pay for by the following. I decided. Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code ChairShot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So you guys know, and you can see it behind me, I have the, the, the 
collection of glasses that I've broken out. And Patrick, these have not been out since I left Yukon. Just so you know, like, like literally this has been in storage about, so I had over 200 and, and less than 10 have broken in all the years that they've been sitting in boxes. That's good. Um, what you can't see is there's about 60 in front of me on the table still that have not been, including a lot of, yeah, he had a, he had a real problem, Miranda. Yeah. I did. <laughs> no, he sent me some pictures. I was like, whoa. Well, that that's... that was such a and I never deal. I wish I would have done this more. It was kind of it was kind of an easy gift for Greg at some point. Oh, like yeah, go is, someplace you way. need, give get him a glass. You're you're golden. Yeah, absolutely. You're golden, Tate. Random brewery it's, random brewery oh in the goodness, middle of nowhere. There's, there glass. were, there's glasses that we that we have. I don't even remember. I don't even know where these places are and how we got them. Like, hang on. I think a couple of glasses at my house are actually old Greg DeMarco glasses that just ended up at my house. I can't find the one I was thinking. <laughs> There's this barbecue <laughs> place. Hang on. They've since been sold at garage sales for like Search. a quarter. See, you should have saved them. So this is Big Bubba's yeah. Barbecue. I should have saved okay. Big Bubba's Barbecue. I don't know what this is. I don't know where this came from. But as an that was in Connecticut, man. Was it? So, I think so yeah, they, these two glasses were in a flaming hot, like it's almost like we bought them at Big Bubba's Barbecue and they packaged them there. And I just never ever yeah, took yeah, them I out you. because, and that's what, but I have two for some reason. And, and it's just, and I opened it up and I was like, well, it sounds like one's Patrick. Hey, is that, since he remembers, sorry, so you can over the, the other over one. Your shoulder there. Is that hops? Yes. On the shelf? Uh huh. That place closed. I loved hops. Hops was awesome. We the, were trying to figure out where it was. And microbrew is at the it was at the Connecticut Mall. Okay. Um, I have to tell Holly. This. It was uh it For wasn't attached Holly's to the mall the though. It was like it was like a restaurant right next door to the oh god, I not, I'm gonna forget the name of the mall. But yeah, we used to go there. Yeah, uh I loved that place. Ranked right up there with Vinny T's, Vinny Testaverdi's restaurant chain that failed that had a restaurant in that mall. We used to go there every once in a while, the wife and I. But hops, we we ate at hops all the time. Huh? I don't. We try to figure out where it was. Day. We found one in my, North my Carolina. My wife and I. I don't, I don't know how often we went, but I mean, I definitely. Like went you went, I mean, you went enough to get a glass. Well, I have glasses from places I've never been back here. So. Sure. <laughs> all right. So that is excellent. So by the way, we're not the the the. the so if that wasn't if, that wasn't the thing though right yeah, that wasn't the thing clear that, if, up. Um, that wasn't yes, ladies and gentlemen greg demarco has 60 boxes of random restaurant <laughs> glasses in his home they actually all fit you may move boxes. on with your life now they all fit into four boxes by the way and, and maybe they should have fit in the five and they wouldn't have broken but like i said less than probably like six or seven broke and i didn't unwrap to see which ones broke because i don't remember most of them and it was like a it's like christmas morning unwrapping all these and i didn't want to be disappointed um there were a few i was worried about like glasses for my fraternity that are literally have years and names on them, things like that. Um, those are all fine, thankfully. Uh, thank goodness the the Arizona Wildcats glass didn't break. Oh my goodness, that would have been horrible. Yes, and, and it's a blessing. Really, really it's bad. a real Christmas miracle. Yes, it was a Christmas miracle. Um, I might break that one on purpose, but do the Greek thing and just throw it and see what happens. But. Um, no, it was it was a lot of fun to open those up and, and take that stroll down memory lane. And now I got to figure out what to do with the rest of these that are sitting in front of me. Um, 
but it was been a lot of fun to, to go through the glass collection and yeah, hops right there. So it's, it's cool to see some of these memories and know all the places. Yes. Great gift idea for Greg DeMarco. For those of you that are listening, um, I'll send you my address. You can send me a glass and that is, uh, would be much appreciated. Uh, just, just not a, like, like just let's let it be unique and from a cool place. That's all. Um, and I do, some of these are from places I've never been, but people have gone to and picked them up and sent them over. And so, yep, the glass collection is back on, but that's not the thing. That is definitely not the thing. Although Patrick, we were joking about AEW fans yesterday with announcements and how WWE couldn't win. That's actually the tweet that, that Patrick was talking right. about right now. If I were WWE, AEW fans would say that I was holding off on the announcement until after the commercials, just to make people listen to the commercials. Like that, that's what they would say. Um, that's that's called a tease in the business. Yes, but this isn't to me. Yes. This isn't a topic you should be teasing um, at all. Like it's, it's. I mean, you're just doing it for the clicks. Remember, thirst. Right. It's a thirst. Close th- thirst clicks. Yes. So anyway, um, I will say it now, and, and we'll get it out there. And I'll just completely derail the program. That's fine. What are we going to do? It's the last show of the year. What the hell? Right. Um, there are no rules. As people know from, from having yeah. read, read on social media, because I put it on all three because I wanted to make sure that people saw it and, and uh, talk about the response in a moment. But yesterday I, I was sent to a specialist, a uh, hematologist slash oncologist. And when you go, your impression is that you're more there for the hematology reason and less there for the oncology reason. And sometimes that's not really the case. Um, but through routine blood work, I've been found to have a high white blood cell count. And and a normal white blood cell count ranges in anywhere from 4 to 11, which is 4,000 to 11,000. And back over the summer, I was at like 20. And that's, you know, high, but like, okay. So we'll test it again, test it again. And, and about a month or so ago, six weeks ago, I was at like 76. It's pretty high. Um, and then they retook it again and I was at 55. So we're kind of staying up high. And so they sent me to this hematology slash oncology place, met with the doctor, great place, uh, called Ironwood, uh, cancer and research center, Dr. Shah, S H A H is his name. Um, I, I don't know why I'm giving this a free plug, but whatever, if you need it, it's out there, but really went through and did a great job kind of going through and explaining everything and how he's ruling things out and what this means. And there's five different kinds of white blood cells and, um, all five are elevated so he can eliminate this, 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 and this, cause they'd be related to just one versus others. And basically the end result was that I've been diagnosed with, uh, something that is called chronic myeloid, right? Myeloid. I keep trying to make sure I don't screw that up because I keep messing up the name. Chronic myeloid leukemia, which is for wrestling fans out there, if you're kind of turning up your ear because you've heard that before, that is exactly what Roman Reigns had. And so that's why I kind of played a couple of those already. Here comes the big dog, the big dog, Roman Reigns, the big dog. And we kick off Monday Night Raw live tonight in Phoenix, Arizona with the big dog. And it's funny because once I, I, I you know, had that and, and was talking to my wife, Holly, about it and everything, I looked it up. I was like, I bet this is what it was because once I heard about the treatment. So first off, to, to kind of back up a little bit, because um, I say it in, in a very, you know, oh, yeah, well, chronic, you know, chronic myeloid, uh, you know, leukemia. I That is leukemia. That is really leukemia. That is really uh, cancer. And, and, um, do I think of myself as a cancer patient? I don't. 
Um, and, and I don't kind of put it in that, that realm. Now, this is a high white blood cell count. This is not cancerous cells that are currently attacking my body. Um, could be. And, and that's why the treatment is so important and, and why it, it begins on January the 11th. Um, treatment at this stage of the game is pill form. It's not chemotherapy, not stem cell treatment, none of that kind of stuff. It isn't pill form. Um, and if you go back into the research and in, in your research room and learn leukemia, you'll find out same exact thing. Like, like the connection here is, is insane. And it's actually, uh, quite uh, motivating, calming, whatever you want to call it to know that someone went through the exact same thing and is now on top of the world. And so obviously things went okay. Um, and for like the first day of it, I was very much like, okay, this is what it is. We're going to do this, all that, whatever, no big deal. It's going to be fine and, and all of that. And and that's kind of how I was approaching it. I mean, I don't think I was myself, but I was definitely taking that that attitude about it. And then I shared, and I shared the picture of Roman Reigns yesterday. And, and basically like, if you know, you know, and, and yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, Roman Reigns, whatever. And like literally only a handful of people, including both Patrick and Miranda, knew why I posted a picture of Roman Reigns. Everyone else had no idea. Um, and today I made the post kind of explaining what that was about and laying everything out and all that. And, you know, thankfully and and, and very appreciative on my end, all kinds of messages come rolling in. You, you can see the comments on all the different forms of social media. There's also messages on all those forms of social media, text messages, everything that, that comes rolling in when you do something like that. But the one that hits me or the ones that hit me the most that were like, yeah, you're going to beat this cancer because that's a word I wasn't using at all. Like I wasn't using that word. And it's something that I had a conversation about today. Like I was calling it everything but that. And I think I was doing that on purpose, either subconsciously or consciously. I don't know. I was calling it leukemia. I was calling it CML. I was calling it what Roman Reigns had. I was calling it, here's my treatment. I was calling it all these other things, but was not calling it cancer. And I sent that out, I don't know, a little after noon today. And thankfully I hadn't gone on lunch yet at work because when it hit me, I was fully transparent. It hit hard. And, and like, it took me that entire lunch break. Like that's when it really just comes out. And I realized, okay, that's, you know, I was okay with the whole thing, save for one word, the word cancer. And um, and that allowed me to become okay with that word as well and, and use that word and embrace it in a sense that – and the whole reason I was very public about the whole thing is because uh, I've been very public about a lot of things in the past year, right? 2020, we all know it's 2020 and everybody's going to say what they want about 2020 – I've changed a lot in, in, in a good way and been able to take advantage of, of the quote unquote downtime of this year and, and do some things that, that were long overdue and, uh, and, and became very, you know, live out loud, live with the lights on bright kind of thing with it all. And so I decided to do that with this as well, because I fully intend to come out on the other end, you know, better and stronger. And I want that to be something that others can look upon for, for motivation, for support. And, and people already are, even though I haven't started yet, um, which is great. But to hear that word and to have to accept that word, it was like, not a punch in the face, but like, I mean, is a side of me you guys never seen. I can tell you that right now. Like I was, 
Um, thankfully I was like, okay, I can go to lunch and lunch for me is, is we use Slack at work. It's putting up a little hamburger icon and Slack. So people know that I'm at lunch. That's what lunch is these days since, you know, I'm working in my bedroom, but it was really like, that was when it hits. And that's like, okay, you gotta mentally and emotionally and spiritually and whatever deal with that. And once that was over with, it was like, now I'm really ready to tackle this and to represent myself and be that example that I want to be for people and that I realize that I am for people, whether I choose to or not, and 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 do that and kind of go forward with it. So uh, since then, it's been great and the messages are still rolling in. I've gotten some while we've been recording. Um, and, and people at CrossFit know too because of social media, primarily Instagram. And so they're coming in as well with, with comments and everything. And so I had CrossFit and that's one of the reasons why I was late getting home, um, was because people there know. And of course it's like a high school in that place. Once one person knows it spreads. Um, so we're, so we're warming up today for the CrossFit workout. And part of it is like, set, set the stage because CrossFit, you do the same thing over and over again, multiple ways. Um, Miranda's either sleeping or frozen. Okay. She opened her eyes again. Um, <laughs> I think, I think the screen froze brief, briefly with her eyes closed and I was like, shit, I'm boring everybody. Um, but we had to do 10 overhead squats and then we had to run to the end of the building and back. And that's how we were going to warm up. And literally during the run, somebody was like, Hey, you, you're the one that made the post on Instagram today. Right. And I was like, yep. And so we're running and she's like, that's really awesome that you posted that. I'm like, I've never had a conversation with this person and we're running and running back and, and it's just these well wishes and support and everything else. And, and then you find out that a lot of other people have dealt with it or, uh, what's more common is they've had family members that have dealt with it and that sort of thing. So that's been a, a different experience for me and, and one that, that, um, I've mostly appreciated all the things that people have said and have sent to me and sent my way and, and, um, you know, privately with people like you guys and, and out there with comments and everything from everybody else, like it has been a great part of it and, and a positive part of it. And something that, you know, I realized that it's, you, people look at you, you kind of put yourself, you live in a fishbowl, but you put yourself in a fishbowl. And so now that I did that, like, that's where we are and that's what we have to do. But it's, uh, I can honestly say that, you know, I never thought before Monday, December 28th, that I would ever look in the mirror and be like, that's a person who technically has cancer. And that's kind of crazy to think about, but that's where we are and that's where we're at. So yeah, there's no, you know, big ending to the story right now as it is just beginning, but that's what, what Patrick and Miranda were alluding to. That's what many of you already know, thanks to social media, but a lot more of you now know here and, and, um, and that's where we are. So Greg is dealing with chronic myeloid or myeloid leukemia, and we'll start treatment on January. Your load. I know, Sorry. right? My load, my yeah. load. That middle by, word by the way, is screwing me up the whole time. What's it? Oh, yeah. You should just call it cancer like a normal person. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, the way, Patrick o, the way Patrick O'Dowd deals with all of this crap is with inappropriate humor. Hence thirst trap jokes, hence call, you know, calling Greg out. Greg was with me when I got my big diagnosis news. Uh, gosh, was it like 2014? No, eight years ago. Yeah. You were, you were visiting and, uh, you were with me when I got the second, when I went for my doctor's follow-up and you were in the waiting room and 
Do you you remember I have, exactly yes. how that went down? Right? Can I say what it was? You can. So so we were there, and, and you guys know we've joked about it on these shows for for years. But Patrick right. was um, basically being tested for diabetes, which which you guys know he has. Um, and so he was there, knowing that he was going to find out whether or not he had diabetes. And he was in there for a long ass time, like. And this is, you know, we didn't have the cool cell phones that we have now. So, so I'm just chilling in the lobby. Like I probably reading kids books and playing with Duplo blocks. Like that's probably what I was doing and probably having a damn. I wasn't at the pediatricians, dude. <laughs> but it was the waiting area. Okay. You know, most doctor's offices have a waiting area with the kids area. I know. I know. Right? I know. And I'm still, I'm, I'm a Highlights magazines everywhere. See, exactly. That's true. I probably read 14 of them. Um, and shockingly knew most of the words it was great but so patrick finally comes out and i get up and i go over to him whatever and he literally looks at me in front of a lobby full of people and a large really large lobby full of people this is a very big doctor's office puts up his right hand and goes yep diabetes and we (laughs) high five right in front of the window where you check out uh and, and then probably I had to go get scheduled for more blood work. 35 people awkwardly looking at us like, did that just happen? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, yep, that just happened. And I didn't care. Because that's it. what the, all I cared yeah. about was one person. And that was Patrick O'Dowd. And he gave me the high five. He gave me the, yep, diabetes. And it's not like I was going to leave him hanging in, in a moment like that. <laughs> yeah. I, not in that time. That would have just been rude. He just found out he had diabetes. And I mean, just I, left I, him probably would, I probably would have laughed. Or, or just been like, what? I mean, it's news. And then, yeah, and then immediately checked out, had to make uh, an appointment to have more blood drawn. And I was like, apparently I have too much sugar in my blood. Please and thank you. Take more of it. Um, take the sugary but, part yeah, if you can. Right. I mean, it was, ba- but yeah, gallows humor and that sort of thing has has always been my deal. And so I will never stop making fun of you, Greg. Um, while you have cancer, even when you put it into remission, and that's just because cancer is a quitter and couldn't get the job done. And I think he's purposely going to make sure that uh, he calls it cancer as well. Just, I think just, he will. Yeah. You're going to make cancer tap out. I, I see. I even one. used yeah. yeah. You know, plug. Actually, wait a minute. Since you're doing the Roman Reigns thing, Roman Reigns never makes anybody tap out. It's it's a spear. Well, now he uses the yeah, the guillotine. Way out of cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he's the big dog. Is he still with the big dog? I'm not sure, but he's still the big dog to dog. me, Miranda. Okay, he takes bites out of stuff, and he'll take a bite out of cancer. There's there's a correlation somewhere. Gruff the crime dog. Hey, well, he took a bite Roman out of Reigns. crime. Yeah, but Roman Reigns took a bite out of cancer, so will Greg. He's going to pour dogs. dog food over it. He's going to tie it to a ring oh. post and pour dog food over it. Man, I mean, you, it could be worse. I mean, like, Roman Reigns had leukemia and he had dog food on him. Like, that's pretty... Well. But the dog food came after, so... It did. Well, he still had leukemia. Well, you don't stop we, we it. You don't stop Well, yeah, exactly. He's still, I mean... In remission, but yeah, yes. I mean, still, that's that's, that I mean, it could have been worse. We could, is yeah, that the next the time you, you come you out? Talked about dog food as a way to celebrate. Mm-hmm. 
talked about he still has it, whatever. This is technically incurable. Um, Mm -hmm. It goes into remission. This is not the kind that can be, there are kinds that can be cured. This cannot. Um, It is, but it goes into remission. And then um, I will likely continue to take this medication for the rest of my life. Or um, depending on how the blood work goes, uh, they say after two or three years, you can actually come off of it, but they would continue to do blood work. And then if the white blood cell goes back up, then you go back onto it. Probably never to come off, but that's fine. I'll do that and, and, and be okay with it. And, and that's what I'm, you know, that's what I got to do to keep doing the things that I'm doing. And that's good. The doctor was like, you don't have to stop anything that you're doing. And in the back of my head, I was like, good. Cause I'm a stubborn ass motherfucker and probably wouldn't stop yes, doing are. the things that I'm doing. <laughs> especially the good ones that have changed my life in so many ways. And so, um, and that's something that I've actually heard a lot of during this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Well, it's, it's a long thought. So why don't you go? (laughs) No, I was just going to say, you're talking about your, your, your pill. Come talk to me when you got five a day, six a day that you got to take because diabetes never ends. Like you never get off the meds. (laughs) When you're, when you're diabetic, it sucks. That's the, that's the goal of the pharmaceutical industry. So, um, but that's not what this is about at all. Pharmaceutical industry. I just, you know, this show is, is not just about me. This show is also about Patrick O'Dowd and, and, and Miranda Morales. Um, I want to share with you. It's very interesting. These two individuals that I do this show with, which you guys know, um, are, are my two best friends, which you guys know that I, I love them both very dearly. Um, I, uh, it's very fun to, to interact and see they handle things very differently. Both of them do, um, very, very differently. So Miranda is very much like, you've got this, you, you're the best shape of your life. You've done all this amazing stuff over the past year. This is nothing for you, whatever you Patrick says, tell me how much I need to worry. Like that's literally how it goes. Um, and, and that's, um, enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I'm sorry I'm laughing at the text Patrick Goddard just saying because that's really funny um, and might be true if we look into other types of medicine. Who knows? Um, 
Patrick's very much handled it how my wife does, and and Miranda very much handled it very much how I did. Um, but two very different people, and and very different ways of handling it. Both which are appreciated, both which which I love, and that's kind of the two different reactions that I've get gotten from people in general. Um, I'm very proud of what I've accomplished in the past year, and a lot of that's come through in the things that people have said, like. I've literally gotten silver lining messages that are like, think about everything you've done and how much more, how much better you're equipped to handle this than you would have been a year ago and, and and stuff like that. Um, so that's cool. And, and people who I've, have told me before that, that I've motivated and, and, or telling me now that I've motivated, um, I had somebody, I got to look up and see who it was, but basically were like, I've been watching everything you've done for the past year. I didn't know this person was doing that. And so I know that you're going to like, like kill this. Like what you do, what you post, what you say, it affects people, whether you know it or not, you know, and Patrick knows this. We've talked about this, not in the past few years. So definitely not with Miranda, but we've kind of had the argument about role models and athletes being role models and things like that, because I've always been on the side of they're not role models. and, And Patrick's always been on the side of, they are whether they choose to be or not. And I hate to put it this way, but once you've kind of put yourself in that position or, or you do things and you do them publicly, you do become one, whether you want to or not. And, mm-hmm. and so I flipped on that Patrick Dowd. So congratulations. Um, I am I'm, I'm on your side of that. I'm right. Now. You were right. You, you can say it, Patrick. You, there you, you go. were hundred percent right. Yeah. I have no problem saying that, especially right now. You're hundred percent right. And, I am fully on board with that notion. And yes, yes. Do the, I don't have the yes. That's one thing that I don't have is, is the, let's hear it for me. I don't think I have that either. That's like such an old soundbite that I don't think I have that here at all. We used to play that after pay-per-view results when one of us can get like the perfect show and stuff. I have to go back in and get that. Right up there with the Mr. Perfect theme song. God, those are the days. Somewhere in here. Yeah, we used to play the Mr. Perfect one. I don't have that either. Man. So, Miranda, Mr. Perfect was this wrestler from the 80s, uh, also known as Kurt Henning, and he used to do all these really awesome skits where he would make half-court basketball shots on the first try, and he always did this thing where he'd take his towel and he'd flip it around his shoulders and catch it, and he'd spit out his gum and swat it into the audience. He was really good. I was just going to play some music under it while you talked to Wax Poetry sounds- about Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Ooh, he was. He was absolutely perfect. This is such good shit. So that's where we are. Greg has cancer. And that's the end of this week's episode of the Greg DeMarco Show. Greg has well cancer. Might as well be at this point. Yeah. But I'm hitting it head on, just like Please, you're coming soon to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair show. Oh, yes. I bet you sell like five of those shirts. Do I have to design something like that now? <laughs> what do I put on that? Like, like, how do I even? A bunch of white blood cells. It says Greg says Greg has cancer. I don't know. I don't think Greg has cancer is the shirt, but I don't know. Now, now you've like got me with, intrigued, Miranda, with a large it's... dog in the background, <laughs> eating yeah, like taking a, a bite dog. out of the word cancer. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, do you have shirt news this week? I'm just gonna change don't. the subject. I don't. I haven't done. You that don't. Yet. You promised shirt news last week. I man. moved, and and got busy. And you had and to unload seven thousand glasses. Okay, yeah. And then, and then you got cancer. cancer. <laughs> so like he's been kind of. <laughs> I'm kind no, of preoccupied. I mean, now, <laughs> on the course of like, a week, I heard t-shirt 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 t-shirt. 
600 classes, and he got cancer. You've had a really busy week, Craig. How many did you say? 600 classes? Yeah, I mean, the number's going to get yeah. bigger every day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, for people who don't watch, for people who don't watch the Miranda cast, and they only listen to Demarco's show. I'm just going to continue to lie about what the glasses look like in the background, <laughs> and, and by the time, like, it's just going to be a wall. There will no longer be a wall in your house. You will have constructed a wall out of glass from all of the glasses you have collected yeah. over time. I still, I still got at least 60 to put away and I don't know what to do. A lot of them are shot glasses that I, I never intended to collect shot glasses, but then I was gifted a whole grip of these German shot glasses. And, um, and I don't even know, like, do I keep them? Do I get rid of them? That person's not really there. It, it's yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but we'll figure it out at some point. I'll probably keep them. So the kids want some. I've already given them a couple of different glasses here and there, but yeah. Maybe I'll start giving glasses. And apparently, I was going to say, next Christmas, we won't be surprised if we get these tiny German shot glasses. (laughs) I mean, I always need something to sell in the summertime at the annual tag sales that we do out here in New England. I I can do that for you. I can definitely, definitely do that for you. So, yeah, I... Any any last minute thoughts, comments from either of you on Greg having cancer? I mean, why not? I mean, no, you know, I mean, I think, well, as, as Patrick mentioned, I think we'll continue to use, you know, some crass and, uh, you know, I, I think it's overall fairly innocent humor to make light of it. I think for all of us, as we just, you know, want to make it easier for you, but also for us as, you know, I think we're all processing this and supporting you in this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not an easy subject to talk about. So thanks for sharing that and, and telling both of us and and keeping us in the loop about what's happening. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm just so awkward, like in general. And then like this whole topic, anything serious, like really puts me in an awkward space. I'm just not very good at talking about serious situations because it it can be heavy Um, and everyone deals with things differently. And, uh, you know, I think overall, though, a a huge thank you, as you mentioned, to just sharing your story because you've you, I think really have helped a lot of people in general over this year with your fitness journey and everything that you do. And then now with this too, it, you know, throws things into a big perspective that even through everything that you've uh, come across, you're still, like you said, you're not changing a thing. You're just keeping on doing life exactly the way that you see fit. So, you know, I find it pretty, pretty inspirational um, to see you just continue to, to kick ass. So. Well, thank you. I don't even know what to say in response to that. So I'm not going to say anything. Just because I don't know what to say. Oh, so Patrick has to save me by saying something. Yeah, don't die tomorrow, man. It's just you know. <laughs> I don't. Play yeah, on. can I say? Hold on, can I say something really? And it's like so. I mean, if we're just gonna put it out there too, like in some ways, are you pissed? Like if you just kind of die in such a random way, like in- <laughs> if he gets hit by a bus tomorrow, I'll feel really right? bad. Like, I like, oh so shit! I told him not to do out. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to get my bus or like trip uh, over something. Like it's, I don't it's know. funny. Like as we get into this metaphysical conversation about like death, like oddly enough, 
my like I'll I'll talk about myself. Diabetes is probably going to be what kills me because it's either going to be because it's going to be complications from the disease that I have. And so, like honestly, I'd kind of rather get hit by the bus. I'd rather not. I, I'd rather not go down. You know, waiting to go down. Yeah. Like, cause that's kind of the, that's the kind of the thing that they don't talk about it. You know, and I try to take care of myself, uh, and, and do right by it. And I've seen, like, you, you've seen, you've seen and heard stories throughout everybody or throughout, even in wrestling. Like I think of, um, Kamala, for example, who had diabetes and, you know, lost both his legs and all that stuff. And it's just, um, like those are the things that actually like the reason I make jokes or the reason I, you know, I go gallows humor about her. I say, you know, I'd rather get hit by a bus because I don't want to be that. And it's not to say that I'll be that like, or that I'll go that direction. Um, because like I said, I do try to, to be better about it. Uh, at the same time, like, you know, everybody's timeline is finite. So, uh, I just would rather not know and as opposed to waiting for it. That's why like this COVID thing scares the shit out of me. Like on it, like we're being frank, like catching COVID and knowing that my survival, my survivability um, would is way lower than a, you know, a, a healthy person's. And then knowing that the experience would be slowly waiting and being in pain and just that that's how you go. I don't want that to be how I go. So um, I I can't imagine any of that. So quick answer. Yeah, I'd rather get hit by the bus. I would rather get hit by the bus, but not till after I beat this because. Sure. Yeah. Beat this and then get hit by the bus. Because of the message. Yeah, because people, now it's out there, right? Now it's a thing. Right. And now people are going to want to know what happens. So- and. And I put myself in that position. So yeah, I got to avoid buses now. <laughs> I see his face. Insta- Greg posts on Instagram in remission. And then he just starts playing an oncoming traffic. He's like, come at me, bros. Like that. <laughs> then I start playing. Then I no, like, just put, the danger just, just zone become, theme song play. He's like, frogger. I'm ready for it. Like, what? <laughs> just totally become frogger, like right out there and just, just do it completely on, on my, uh, on my own. Yeah. I could do that. Uh, just jumping out there. And, Everything we can. Fast forward a little bit here. Here we go. Here comes the big dog. Oh, man. So. There really is with me i'm i'm sorry guys like i mean i've known for a long time yeah so this is nothing new i, I guarantee you when <laughs> i said i've known for a long time i can tell you the exact quote that just went into patrick godowd's head when i said that i've known how screwed up he is for a long time and i'm going to text it to him and he's going to laugh and and because he already knows what it is before i do that uh, it's not going to top the text he sent me but <laughs> Just that was a good now. text. It was a it's good text. I can't say it on air. No, you can't. So, but he'll check his phone here in a second and see exactly what I'm talking about. So we are now officially 51 yep. minutes in. Yes. Officially 51 minutes into the program. And now I'm going to have to title the show. Yes. Greg has cancer. Cause we haven't talked about anything else. 
We did talk. We we teased I mean, it. We did some commercials. We sold some stuff. You've played you've played the music of the wrestler of the year. Like I don't understand. Like I don't really think there's much of a debate on the men's side of things. We're not even going to go into that me. topic though. We're going to save that topic for next week because we'll be here all day if we do that. But I had a three minute warning in my head. Yeah. So all night long. How does how did that not come together? How did that? I played it earlier. I mean, last week we kind of last week we kind of did go all night long. It was a long show last week. It really was. And we started like two hours late. Like I not not that I had to work the next day. It was like two hours anything, late. Like, it was like it was over an hour late, wasn't it? It was, like, it, was, it, was a ba- it was a bandwagon nerd. Yeah, you were really late. Um, I, I put this on you. I'm going to blame the cancer. Like the cancer made you slower <laughs> to the show. He kept being like, "I'm going to make it," but I'm just really tired today. I don't know why. And no, that's not true. He told me where he was every step of the way. And, and we just, just didn't go our typical hour show. Like we just kept. You just yeah, I thought, just I thought I thought eight quick bullet going. points would be great. And there were like four too many, like literally it really was. Um, Cause we just couldn't be quick with the quick hits at all. Yeah. We tried to be well, quick with on. the quick but hits. It just, it, it just makes it sound like you blame me. Like I'm usually the talker that drags stuff out. It's that just proves that that's not the case. You guys are going to talk no matter what. No, 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 no. He had 57 bullet points of quick hits. No, or eight. It was like eight. Miranda just wants to not blame herself for talking too much, even though we all know she talks too much. Like that's all it is. I wouldn't. I see. You're the reason the buzzer exists. I mean, you're really the reason why the buzzer exists. Okay, I'm the one who downloaded it, edited it, and put it there. But yeah, right. Some deep. Some deep. Getting deep this week on the show as if we haven't. We're getting deep this week, everyone. Grab the tissues or the booze or however you cope. I mean, oh, we know it's happening. Derailed it again. Derailed it again. You did. got silent. been a train wreck show and a half and yes. it's all cancer's fault well so, yeah can you really like bounce back after talking about cancer and i can and death and because i have sound bites Come on, who thought that then Patrick was going to be like the next entrant into the Royal Rumble is cancer? Like someone had to think that out there, whether it's Miranda, Patrick, myself, or one of the listeners. Maybe that for the Royal Rumble show. Like at some point, we this Royal Rumble <laughs> gonna, season, baby. You're going to pick cancer By as the, the way, winner. 2020 has been a whole Rumble itself, like an entrant every month of crazy ass. Can I tell you, I love the ad campaign, like poster look for the Royal Rumble. Have you seen these things now? Because it's all comic book. Yeah. Like superhero comic book looking shit. Like they've been listening to Bandwagon Nerds. They know that they we know care about their product. It's true. I'm telling you. Vince is all I've got to get to a part with the commercials. Okay, here we go. Lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you in partnership with Mask Republic. The Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha Legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution Luchadores. 
stay safe in style, and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out of Such a good song. I really do love it. Patrick, by the way, as I predicted last week, the acclaim got beat clean by the Young Bucks. They sure did. And literally, like, you the know, cover have- the cover was like the forearm and the face cover, too. Like that pissed me mm, right. off to no end. On Caster, of course, because why wouldn't it? No, I might have but been on Bones. You know, and they put Caster through a table. So I don't know. good in the losing effort, they proved themselves. That's bullshit. You know it. That's that's shit. And AEW marks believe that they were awesome. I don't even know if they're on Dark this week either. Like they're definitely not on Dynamite. I don't even know if they're on Dark. Well, you told me last week that being on Dark didn't matter. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't remember what the context was now. Uh, it was because I brought up that Miro showed up on AEW Dark. You were like, ah, eh, whatever. It was very, it was very much Dark like is, is superstars of wrestling. That's it's what it is at this point. Like, Dark is oh, yeah. a bunch of jobber matches. Yeah. I will give them. They, they had, A few months ago, they had Christopher Daniels versus Matt Seidel on Dark. And they actually referenced the fact that they were former Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. And and the fact that they've teamed and feuded in the past, so I was I was impressed with that. And then I mean, did they just do the match that they've done for twenty years? They only got like seven minutes, and and Daniels so like half of the match because there's like twenty years. matches on Dark. I mean, yeah, Dark is is pretty much like the Raw of AEW. Like it's great. That's when, why they keep comparing themselves to NXT because they already got Monday Night Raw with Dark. Except they're all literally all jobber matches. Like all of them are, are in. in you're, Every single one of them is a jobber match. So, um, three minute warning. Yeah, I already played that. And, and so we haven't gotten there yet. So, what I do want to do, and, and I thought about this for the three minute warning before when we were going to do the of the year topics, which we'll do next week, um, is I really just wanted to spring on you guys because to me, it's, it's, it's better without preparation because it truly stands out to you if it's what you think of. What has been your favorite thing in wrestling of 2020? Just favorite thing. It could be a person, it could be an event, it could be something that happened, it could be a storyline, it could be whatever. Favorite thing in wrestling of 2020. And if you want at least a moment to think about it, I can go first. No, I don't, I mean, for me, it's Randy Orton. Okay. Expound. Expand. Whatever. He's he's had as good a year as anybody has had and is probably my runner-up for wrestler of the year. And he is a joy to watch. And I loved watching him set a dummy of 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 the fiend on fire. I my the little O'Dowd and I actually watched Raw as DVR today, and he was riveted. Like, was he going to set Alexa Bliss on fire? <laughs> and here's the thing: Randy Orton is probably one of the three people who can pull that off. Yeah, on in the WWE in a way that doesn't make you feel totally ridiculous about it. He to me has cemented his legacy as 
as an all-time great in the history of the WWE and in pro wrestling. And this year in particular has really shown it from his, you know, WrestleMania work with Edge to what he's doing now. He's he's fucking great, and he's been my favorite part of 2020. Absolutely, 100%. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It, 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 at 40, 41 years of age, the dude's doing his best work, and it's awesome to see. Definitely agree with you there. And, and um, a motivated Randy Orton is a great and, – and, and, and I hate that comment, actually, because go back and watch WrestleMania 34 and, and the four-way with him and Rusev, and I can't remember who else. Jinder was in it and somebody else was in it. I mean – he did a damn great job in a random four way where he was not going over. Like this is not Sasha Banks. We're talking about here. This is Randy Orton. Who's is and not to bag on Sasha Banks, but everybody knows the the gag on her was that when she was losing, she would phone it in and, and you could tell by her attitude just during her entrance. But I don't even know that's still the case. I haven't studied it as closely as apparently the IWC has. Um, but yeah, Orton hell of a year, hell of a year. So yeah. Miranda, you want to go next? Or have you, have you had time to think and prepare? I've had, I've had time to think, and actually, it's kind of related to, to Randy Orton, and it's been cinematic matches. I it's been a good year for cinematic matches. I've loved the presentation of, of them, and I have to admit, I love more uh, WWE's presentation of cinematic matches. Um, AEW, you know, I think they've had funny moments, uh, but n- nothing to the to the level of, of WWE. Um, and specifically WWE NXT had a few, um, that, that were all right. Really my favorite one from NXT was Halloween Havocs, ha- you know, Haunted House Horror, you know, Dexter Loomis <laughs> and Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Uh, crap. <laughs> but, uh, I love that. I was, I was actually going through just some random clips of this year, going back to, to the, uh, Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena and, uh, Bray were quiet. And that just, uh, I, I, Stopped watching it for a, a while, uh, going back to visit that. But that was one of my favorite matches of the entire year because I just felt like cinematic matches have been able to elevate wrestlers and uh, in in different ways. That in like in the case of the Undertaker, a way that allowed him to end his career in a really prolific way without getting hurt. Um, also, it allowed someone like John Cena, who fans like just was really disconnected and disengaged with, have a match that fans loved. And a lot of that brain power, too, was John Cena being able to kind of mock himself and look back at his, his history and his career. There's so many dynamic elements to cinematic matches that I have just loved that I felt have elevated stars that have shown different sides of wrestlers that when done so well can really help tell a story in a way that keeps you really glued even you know um the the match between randy orton and and edge you know had very much of that cinematic vibe um and really you could see much more of the level of aggression and hatred and pain that they had for each other more than you could inside a wrestling ring you needed to see it in in layers so i just felt like that's been one of my favorite things of the entire year it sounds like we're going to see more of them in in the future just because of the way that wrestling is now shaping to be where you're not going to have you know, huge crowds and you may need to pre-film and pre-tape things. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I, I think wrestling continues to evolve in a format where it needs to continue to be presented in different ways. Traditional pure wrestling matches are always going to be wonderful when they're done well. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to, especially the WWE, 
the ease for entertainment. That is what they're going to continue to do. So I think it's really fitting for WWE to continue uh, cinematic matches. It may not be great for all other companies, you know, you're probably not going to see that from an MLW or Ring of Honor because they don't need to do it though. And and that's the beauty of it too. You know, they can focus on what they're really good at with WWE, you know, let them put the E in, in wrestling and that's fine with me. You know, it's funny. You talk about AEW, whatever. I would argue that impact wrestling did cinematic matches better than AEW did this year. Um, in my opinion, in the few oh, that yeah, they Wrestle did. House, yo. Yeah, Wrestle I mean, House. Okay, can I switch that? My nope. favorite thing this year whoa, was whoa, whoa, whoa. This you can, isn't you Miranda's 30-minute warning. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you said you weren't sweet. doing a hashtag Miranda show. You don't get to then do it in the middle of the Greg DeMarco show. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, like... You you made your choice. Fine, fine. You made your choice. Fine, but I will say, no, I think the cinematic matches are, I think they're here to stay. I really do. Like, even though they weren't invented in 2020, we've had them before. Hell, Lucha Underground was pretty, basically, that was the entire gist of what it was. We've had them, I mean, Sting and Vampiro wrestled in a graveyard match, like, how many years ago? And 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 so cinematic matches are, are you know, again, not invented by WWE, but I think that because of the, all the situation with COVID, we've brought these into existence again, and I don't think they're going anywhere. Uh, I think they're they're here to stay, and they'll be used in certain elements. and And uh, I think they were they were really good. Um, I really liked a lot of different cinematic matches that I saw this year, and I welcome it as part of the business. and I think it's a great great thing that we have. Um, so I have mine, and does anybody want to guess? What mine is. Adam Cole, baby. Oh, that's right. Me. Did it all by myself. Now, don't believe that. We've watched the takeovers, Adam. The Undisputed Era is the main reason why you've succeeded. But by the way, smart. That's good business. Hey, that's business, baby. That's very smart. And especially for you, because, you know, you're kind of (laughs) small. We're going to go with the size thing now. Seriously, I'm sick of your shit. I come the whole way here, take time away from my family to come to do your stupid fucking show. And you're going to continue to disrespect me. Don't touch me. Whoa. Whoa. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Get out of here. Shit. Remember how many people thought, like, like, wondered if this was a work or not? Like, going back to the summer when this happened, like... Before we got Cole McAfee, before we got Morgansport, people weren't sure. Like, how often does that happen in this day and age in pro wrestling? Like, people were legitimately not sure. They were talking about how Cole flew off the handle and, and Triple H was defending Cole and his appearances. And it was just, it was a work the whole time and, and, and a brilliant, beautiful work. And to the point where, like, I, I'm not going to say, like, I wondered, but I hoped you know, like I, and, and you guys know, like I was like, please let this be a giant work because I want this to continue. And it did like go back and watch the episode of, of NXT where, you know, McAfee punts Cole when, when he cost them in, in the tag title rematch. And it, it's just such a brilliantly done angle and, and, and really allowed so much to happen. And then go back to when, you know, Ridge Holland, who obviously was supposed to be a bigger part of this, dumped Adam Cole over the barrier, take over 31. And and I jokingly on the hashtag Miranda show was like, 
this is Pat McAfee. You know, Rage was a rugby player. McAfee was a rugby player. And, and I wasn't even 100% serious. Again, I was hopeful. And then a couple weeks later, it turns out to be Pat McAfee. And he's back. And they built the War Games. And I never thought this would have happened. Hell, at the beginning of 2020, I wasn't even listening to the Pat McAfee show. I had just barely started listening when when this stuff happened. And now I listen to it every day. And it's... um it's just been fun. And of course it helps with the fact that the guy actually showed up and delivered in the ring on the microphone, puts his body on the line. Cause he's living out a dream and, and that's, you know, and, and he, he's, he's part of the IWC. That's why he knows exactly how to bag on the IWC all the time. Like he's just, he's, he's probably the fan that made it in a lot of ways because he could, he could buy his way in and, and use his fame that he's been able to achieve to get into the wrestling business. But to me, like when I look back on 2020 for all the great things that happened in 2020, in the world of professional wrestling, like the things you guys have said, Randy Orton, the cinematic matches, so much more, uh, the tribal chief. I mean, that's, you know, would have been a, a close runner up for, for what we're looking at here as well. For me, um, you know, the pure wrestling tournament ring of honor, if you haven't watched it, man, go back and check it out. It's a lot of really good stuff. A lot of great things happen in impact wrestling as well. Um, and honestly, some good things happen in AEW too. Like I'm not going to shortchange them, even though I like to give them a hard time all the time, but this outsider coming in and delivering in a big way for me was huge and something that will always stand out in, in the world of professional wrestling to me. So any thoughts on that? I, so we gave our thoughts on your guys. Any thoughts on Pat McAfee and the the 2020 he had, at least in the world of pro wrestling? No, I can't. You can't fault that, man. Like so many times, it just shows how badly sometimes people really do want to be worked still in pro wrestling. Like you can act like you want to be a smart mark or, or smart whatever and that you know how the business works. But when you get worked, you still love it. And don't act like you didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was beautiful, like you said, Greg. In an age where everything this is the reality era, everything is so transparent now. Not only just because so many people use social media, but you got you know journalism with a Z out there, and so the lines get just very confused. And it, I think, fans enjoyed being worked a little bit, not knowing, truly not knowing. That, that's a rarity now. I think it's going to continue to be rare. But when it works, it works so well. And this was a great story that, yeah, again, when 2020 started, people would have thought Pat McAfee in NXT against Adam Cole. That, you know, was like, well, they tried that with Gronk. Didn't that not work? And, and I would say, thank God it didn't work with Gronk. Because now yeah. this is a good version of, of uh, you know, what they could have tried to pull with Gronk. Like, I'm glad that that whole thing failed because this is – the, the potential of a great storyline, great wrestling and crossover appeal that got, like you said, now you're a fan. You listen to Pat McAfee's show. He knows that that's exactly, you know what it, when it worked well and right was going to happen. And so kudos benefited both sides. It really did benefit both sides. I love what happened this week when Meltzer starts reporting that, you know, why McAfee hasn't been used and why he's not on TV anymore. And they'll probably bring him back or whatever. And of course, Fans start tweeting McAfee about it, and he jumps all over it again. He says, looks like I got fired on Christmas, and now people are reporting that Pat McAfee got fired on Christmas. Like, it's just, it's so easy to work these people, and he's great at it. He's like Chris Jericho, Randy Orton levels of great at it, and that's not easy to do. Um, 
because we know too much. And yet here, uh, there's still things that are above that. And this is one of them. And I love it. And, and I love to see it. And I think that's part of what I love about it is that it, it's gone above the, the knowledge for a lot of people. And then, and then the guy delivered. If he sucked, it, it wouldn't be nearly as good. But he's delivered on the promos. He's elevated Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan. Probably would have elevated uh, Ridge Holland and elevated the Undisputed Era. What the hell would they have done? <laughs> for the second half of 2020 without this, you know, probably would have done what they're about to do, which is break up. But it's, it's just great to, to see what they've done and, and to see how he's delivered. And, you know, he'll be back at some point in, in 2021 and, and uh, it'll be, it'll be great. I hope that group stays together because I think it benefited Lorkin and Birch and Pete Dunn as well. And, and hopefully that'll continue, but yeah, it, it's been something that's been enjoyable to me. I love it. And I definitely hope that they, do keep that going because it's just too good not to. So um, I'm just going to say this because once in, in 15 seconds from now, she'll know what I mean. But Miranda, it is your turn. It's time for another edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. Uh. You can get your Baron Corbin sucks t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot uh, because we wouldn't give you something if it wasn't true because Baron Corbin sucks. That'll do it for this week's edition of Baron Corbin sucks. And that is going to do it for another edition and another year of the Greg DeMarco show as we are now just a few months away from celebrating 10 years of doing this, Patrick O'Dowd, 10 years of podcasting, wow. a bunch of idiots. Think it's about how many just, hours just, we've wasted of our lives. Like seriously. I mean, Mrs. O'Dowd thinks that there's been a lot of wasted hours. <laughs> Absolutely. Can, I, I'm just sad that Baron Corbin hasn't sucked the entire time. Cause that's just a segment that shouldn't, that that never dies. It's evergreen. It's just how irrelevant he's come because of how much he sucks that we haven't even bothered to to do the segment. I mean, he's a, he's a king. Respect the king. I love that you dropped it on her uh, after we randomly did it last week too. You would know. know that Miranda if you listened to the show last oh. week. Yeah. Well, he he knows I'm not the best at insulting people unless I truly truly hate them. So that's why I plugged the shirt. It's actually one of my favorite shirts. It's a good ass shirt. Uh, it is a you good know, it's a good shirt. ass shirt, and well, it's because he sucks. If he didn't suck, the shirt would not exist. So it's true. Yeah, I'm kind of thanking I him for it. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just so he and the Miz are going to go in in the same class. You all know that, right? I hope uh, not. I hope because I hope he has because the Miz has been around for 15 years almost now. Yeah, I was going to say the Miz deserves his own. Give give the spotlight. People can only hate oh, he's so gonna, many people. He, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's not a headliner. The Miz. A uh, main uh, uh, Hall of Fame headliner? No, not yet. Not this day and age. No, he really isn't. Unfortunately, I mean Ted DiBiase headlined one because someone didn't come through. They literally, but, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was the first time they wanted Bruno, but whatever. Um, cause didn't Bruno come after that? There might I might be mixing I up years. So. I don't know. But well, cause yeah, he was our show. Yeah, he was he was twenty, and they also might have. I think they wanted Warrior for that one too, and he didn't come through until a few years later. When Triple H stepped in and made it happen. So, um, yeah, who knows? I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah, it, Baron Corbin sucks and always will. 
and that shirt is available. Like Maria said, Patrick, I will do my best to deliver on the new shirts next week. That's. I mean, promises were made. Cancer or no cancer, like you should follow through on your promises. <laughs> this is. I actually embrace this. I, I hope everybody knows that listening. I'm sure they do, but I embrace yeah, it 100. <laughs> I still remember the time the lady got really mad at me and thought I was drunk on the show and was like an asshole to everybody. I think her name was Lisa. Speaking of memory, that was like three years or three years into the show. Yeah, or it was something like two like or three that. years into the show. I literally got an email, Miranda, from a listener who was like saying that Patrick needs to be ashamed or he was drinking too much and was too mean to me. I need to drink, drink less scotch and be not so mean to you. Johnny idiot face. It was perfect. Well, yeah, seven, eight years later, still mean as hell, less scotch. We we brought that up on the show, and then we got a follow up email where they forgave me a little bit. Like, yeah, once they realized that it was okay and that I wasn't bothered by it, and and once they realized that I ain't bothered though, they realized that okay, it's it's gonna be all right. Um. Man, so many weird things have happened. Uh, back when we were taking phone calls, oh my goodness! Like, uh, I remember the guy who claimed he was walking the dog. I remember the time the we first show, the, the, the first, first interview. Show. Who was the was the first interview? Well, the first interview was Buggy Nova, who then just and stayed. it was during the Buggy Nova. It was during the Buggy Nova interview. Yeah, that guy called. I know it wasn't during the first <laughs> one though. I don't think was don't it. Know. Was no, it I don't know. It, I think it was during the Buggy Nova. During our first ever interview, like we took a caller and it was, it was like the first and last time we took a caller during an interview. Ever. Yeah, we've made that mistake a few times. That. Well, I mean, the whole reason this exists. Nice try though. Is because Michael Ornelas called in during the Adam Pierce interview and tried to ask him like which boss was worse to work for or something with, he basically wanted to get him to talk bad about ring of honor since they had fired him twice and he wouldn't do it. And he was like, I know what you're doing. I'm not going to do it. Nice try though. And that became a soundbite after, after that. And that was the first Adam Pierce interview as well. So there's lots of, I came back after that, right? Four more times. Your rundown really brought him back. Like that email rundown. To Adam Pierce the next week. See, I wasn't going to tell uh, that story for once, and then you went and brought it back up. But you well, know, you know, the email, the accidental hey, it's email. Not like that's that's been an occurrence. You accidentally send things or call people, and then they're like, "So when when am I calling?" Yeah, right. Yeah. That's true. That, I mean, that didn't happen too long ago. I I know. The only yes, the only thing I hate about accidentally calling Alex Chamberlain is that we weren't recording when it happened. Like that's the, I just wish we had been recording when it happened. I really do. Next time, accidentally call Alex Chamberlain. Now wow. I can't because we have to use Meets and and I'd have to send him the link and it's because Hangouts changed and so stupid it's Google. Just, I, I, first he answered like i i just would like, have answered so casually answered uh-huh. man yeah. like oh greg's calling me great like, and we've I, and i thought i thought maybe we had scheduled to begin like i, <laughs> I just didn't tell you <laughs> yeah back, i guess because we're watching this. and and he and i have talked like we like after the last interview like we would occasionally talk like we definitely talk more frequently now um just because i really want him to get signed um because you just hit a certain point in a guy's career where it's like okay it's kind of now or never and and you know, I really want it to happen for him. I think he deserves it. And yeah, but that was just, he was just so happy about it and whatever. Now, had we tried to make him stay, he probably wouldn't have. He'd probably been like, yo, I'm busy. I got video games to play. But still, it was definitely, uh, 
Definitely a lot of fun. Definitely such good shit. So that was, uh, that was good. It's a shameful and that is going to do it for this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco show. I want to thank everybody for listening throughout the whole entire year for being a whole big part of this thing this year and, and many years before and, and many years to come um, for everybody who sent along comments, thoughts, vibes, prayers, whatever you do. Um, it's all been very much appreciated and been blowing me up even while I'm recording this. And um, I, I will try to thank everybody that I haven't already thanked. And it probably won't be sufficient to, to really share just how wonderful it's made me feel. Um, you will definitely be informed on this. And, and, and when this thing is, is, you know, kicked in the ass, it will be because of everybody. And so I can't thank you guys enough for being a part of that and, and just sharing and, and reaching out and, and continuing to follow up. So it's a big, big world out there. And the fact that, I've carved out enough of that for people to respond in the way they have means the world to me. So, so I definitely do appreciate that. Uh, Miranda Morales, of course, been doing this for shit. What over two years now? Yeah. You've been on, on board doing this for, for over two years now. So thank you for that. Of course, follow her at the hashtag Miranda on Facebook and Instagram. No Twitter, except for the occasional takeover during a takeover. Patrick O'Dowd, been here since day one-ish. Ain't ever going anywhere. So you can follow him at Wrestling Realist. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Go out there. Listen to Bandwagon Nerds. Listen to all the great shows here as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. Of course, the all-new daily version will be coming up of Chair Shot Radio starting on the 1st. Very excited about that. And... Tony and I will be getting together to record some openings, things like that here soon. We're making that happen, but definitely appreciate everybody for listening, for reading, for being a part of all this on the wrestling side of all of it, sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Can't thank you guys enough. Of course, personally, can't thank you guys enough either. It is very much appreciated. So for Patrick O'Dowd and for Miranda Morales, you can follow me at Chairshot Greg at Chairshot Media for the website, thechairshot.com. We thank you for listening, and we remind you to always use your head. Miranda, do you remember the episode of your show, the Hashtag Miranda Show, where we played so many sound bites that YouTube basically said, nope, we're not airing this ever because we had like too many copyright yeah. claims. Like they literally, that it was just so bad, <laughs> like, like literally. And that was one of them. So was like the commercial that had the shield theme in it and just so many. This would have been two. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Hey, 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.